What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights for you today, and we're back. Steve and I are back, and we catch up on a lot of things that we missed, and we missed a whole lot. Um, this weekend was a fantastic weekend in powerlifting. We had three incredibly illustrious, prestigious men compete. Uh, we talk about a probably the most stacked local meet ever, I mean, arguably, and um, why it's not giving a preview. And we're not even doing a recap because we recorded this on Friday, but we discuss that. Uh, the exodus from USAPL lifters to Powerlifting America, it's happening. We see a lot of it. We saw this Powerlifting America event this past weekend that had Bob, that had Ash, that had um, a lot of Charlie Yang, a lot of people in the USAPL potentially moving over and kind of confirmed that they're moving over. And we dive a little bit deeper into my decision, my thought process. I'm still undecided, but I give you some more insight on why I am undecided. Talk about the American pro and some of our opinions on the untested side. And we finally get to this talk because we didn't get to, we missed a lot on the West regionals email scandal. One of the craziest stories I've ever heard and a bunch of other social media stuff that we missed, including um, powerlifting America and the unfollowing uh, me getting blocked and unblocked and comments disabled and posts taken down from a corrupted strength. And of course a commercial gym story before we get into this episode, reminding guys go to leftlawbros.com because this episode is Bought to you by Leftlar Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the best powerlifting merchandise in the sport. Go to leftlarbros.com. Follow them on Instagram. Use that promo code 2WL15 to save yourself some money. Also, make sure you're subscribing to Two White Lights on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and a review there on Spotify. Leave a five-star rating uh, there as well. And go to twowhitelights.com. Get yourself some merchandise right now. And without further ado, here it is. Two White Lights. Oh baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Oh baby, I like it raw. Yeah, baby, I like it raw. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Off on the natural charge, bone voyage. Yeah, from the home of the Dodger Brooklyn squad. Who take the love, he's on the score. Rain on your college ass, disco. And as promised, we are here again, reunited, Steve. It's been, I think, <laughs> like six weeks. If you, I think it was six weeks. Yeah, because I didn't even really get to see you at Nationals either. Like, did we, did we do a uh, episode post Nationals or no? I don't no. remember. Yeah, yeah, we did a recap. The recap. Yeah, <laughs> I thought. Yeah. yeah, that was the last one. Yep, it's been a while, but yeah. reunited. Yeah reunited feels great and I, we're, we're, I think we're gonna get a hell of an episode because we've been just stewing on hot takes yeah we've had a lot happen that i would have we would have if we the schedules allowed would have been doing asap emergency podcasts and uh this is dating back a little we got we got to go back to regionals that's one of the topics today yeah because one of the most insane things that happened all year was at regionals in the western regionals that got to discuss it i still got all the screenshots i don't even fully remember what happened still so i don't even know if we're going to cover it perfectly uh yeah we we we, we a mass unfollowing that that 
that uh, stormed all the powerlifting. We didn't get to cover that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But before that, who would have thought the biggest weekend in all the powerlifting this lifting this year would be November eleventh and twelfth? Who thought that would be the biggest weekend of the entire year? I it was not on my bingo card at all. Yeah, because you've got the return of Peter Spence, Marshall Powell, and the Steve Denovi on the platform. All of us competing. I like th- this is the premier weekend at powerlifting of the year. I I would love for you to do the meet that they're doing. Have a have a three way battle there because I I actually am unreasonably excited for this. And based on totals, that is a bit of a surprise. But I'm just very I'm just very excited to watch you three guys on the platform. It was um, it's a it's a funny thing. We're gonna talk about the Powerlifting America meet very soon because that is arguably the most stacked local meet roster of all time. And I'm going specifically to watch Marshall and Pete. Like that's why I'm going to for that reason. Um, and. Yeah, and also you're competing. I think the only way it could have got better if you would have joined the party in Houston and uh, compete alongside Pete and Marshall. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not getting that official. I, I, I got my my specialty three week prep. This is this is my. I'm probably going to do a whole case study on powerlifting now, detailing the intricacies of my three week powerlifting prep that I didn't even follow uh, with Coach Peter. Maybe we'll, maybe we need to have Coach Peter on to do a, a Coach Kind confidential after the meet with myself. <laughs> Coach, coach, confidential. If people, do, I'll say it here. You know, it, it it never happened. I'm really disappointed. But if people don't know, Pete does not coach me. The amount of DMs I've got, the amount of DMs Pete has got, he doesn't actually coach me. I just wanted to really see if I could get someone to DM him asking him to coach them. That was the whole goal. <laughs> I just wanted to see if somehow I could get someone to DM Pete to ask for coaching. It hasn't happened yet. I'm really disappointed. I really thought this troll job, I did a good job. I mean, I did a good enough job that a lot of people legitimately think he's coaching me, but I didn't do enough of a, of a good job to get someone to actually DM him to ask for, for coaching. So unfortunately, I cannot add this to the two white lights troll of the year nominations because the troll did not actually pan out yet. We still got time. Maybe maybe it still happens, but as of now, it's not happening. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. Um, talk about yeah, a club coach, right? Wouldn't Pete be the ultimate? Wouldn't Pete be the ultimate clout coach of all time? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, just SBD. S- I mean, that's that's why you want clout is to get apparel, is to get notoriety, get mentioned. Not always about money, yeah, which is weird. He, he they don't he, understand the money part, but like, yeah, they just want they just want free gear. So. Uh, he's been a fantastic coach. He lets me write my own programs and provide my own feedback. And, and he just asked that I tag him on Instagram so he gets credit. So it's been a really, really good experience so far. And it's been great. So to caveat, for people who don't know, because I think some people, 
if they missed the original stories I posted, some people do actually think I might be prepping for a meet. I am not actually trying to do a meet. I am, though. So every year in Springfield, um, there's a Olympics meet that's held at a local CrossFit gym. And I've been before just to kind of watch and support. Um, but one of my lifters, Kate, um, if anyone knows my lifters, Kate is my M4 lifter, uh, who's local that I still actually train in person. She messaged me. is like, hey, could I just could I go do this and just have a fun day? And I was like, OK, cool. Yeah. And then I was like, I messaged back. I was like, well, better. Why don't I do it with you? Let's just all go because what they do is they kind of split in half of special Olympic athletes and open athletes just kind of a support system and cheer each other on. Um, So, yeah, I was like, hey, let's go do it. And I tried a little bit to, I mean, uh, I'm not going to get my full training breakdown, but I squat, bench, and deadlift once a week. I do that just to kind of maintain it and have skill practice with it and not be completely weak. But I don't don't overly try to get stronger on those at all anymore for a multitude of reasons. So I was like, hey. For three weeks, I'll try a little bit more. I'll go to twice a week frequency and just see if I can get a little bit of improvement. Yeah, that nah, didn't go well. I didn't go well at all. I, I died pretty easily. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. So there, there's, if anyone ever asks again, Steve, when are you making your comeback? Please, dear Lord. Like, this should have been proof. It was three weeks. It did not, even in three weeks with like very, very, very minimum braining, it did not go well. Oh, that's like, it's, I don't know if that's expected. I, I, yeah, I would say that's expected. I don't know. I, I would. I'm not surprised, I guess. That I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. You you still don't. I mean, you really don't know me at all. We never were friends during my training time. Like anyone who knows me from my time of training knows that it's just like a, a weekly thing of what did Steve hurt? And it's not. I'm Honestly, I mean, I would love just to say I'm a big old. I, I'm a, I have a really high pain tolerance. And. My one of my issues is I just ignore it because I'm like screw it, and I just am not meant to do things like I can't like right now I can't rock climb more than twice a week. I literally I, I couldn't pick up. I tried to rock climb three to four times a week, and it got to the point within a month I couldn't pick up my phone without like excruciating pain. Had to get a cortisone shot in my elbow. Jesus, like I don't think people understand the fragility of my body in the sense of like the ability to. It's not. Me being injury prone, it's I have an incredibly low work capacity for specificity. Yeah, well, like I can't specialize in something and do a lot of it. I can do a lot of different things in combination. Like I rock climb twice a week, I go lift twice a week, I golf, I, I hike, I do a bunch of like different things that I feel good. But if I specialize in something, I have such a low capacity for workload that I, I can't work out very much. Like if I was to power lift right now, I'd maybe train three days a week and that's all I could. And I want to work out more than that. I don't want to only train three days a week. Like I want to do more, but I can't like, it just, I, I, I don't handle high workloads or even like normal workloads. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always been how it is. Well, you mentioned that people might not know the fragility or not expect it. I, I, they probably do, but just based on looking at you, but I, (laughs) I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know like if that string cheese comment like didn't hit completely home but that was why it was so funny is because there was a big element of truth to that one and I would I would qualify string cheese to be relatively fragile um but I definitely could see that you have a high pain tolerance because I think I don't know I think we might have spoken on the show before and Matt Cronin's brought it up where you're like an impossible person to read sometimes where you don't show emotion. Like, if you don't find something funny, you don't laugh. But I think you think that you're showing emotion in your face, and you're totally not. So I think with pain, that would be the same thing. I think you could definitely hide pain very well, because 
I can't imagine you like having a pain ridden face because you do smile, but you do have a very non expression based face, like Dennis Reynolds at times, where you know, you give pretty big serial killer vibes. Yeah. That, that, yeah. It, you pretty much nailed it there. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, that's, you are, you are smack dab on the, on the head in the sense that I do, I feel like I'm showing emotion. I know I'm not because I've now lived this way for almost 36 years. I know what I do and that my face shows no emotion. Uh, so yeah, I'm not good at hiding things, but yeah, that's pretty much what happens when I get hurt. Like back in high school, I, I didn't feel like learning how to snowboard. I just wanted just to go. So I just went down the, 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 the hard slope from the get go. And I realized I wasn't good at stopping. So I was like, if I'm going to fall every time I stop, I might as well just stop once versus trying to stop 10 times. So I decided to go down as fast as I could. And I stopped, flipped immediately over, broke my collarbone. And all I did was I got up and I looked at my phone. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I just broke my collarbone. And he literally looked at me. He's like, no, you didn't. Like, and he didn't believe me. So then I tried to go back up the ramp on the rope. You hold the rope. I was like, yeah, I can't hold on to this. And he did not believe me at all until I went home and showed the x-ray where I had an entire full break where my collarbone snapped in half. Yeah. Sounds like you, uh, you French fried when you should have pizzaed. You got, I I didn't do anything. I did. I just went, yeah. That, that, that reference went went over your head, didn't it? It's South Park, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna gonna have a bad time. You, you, didn't, you didn't get the you, you didn't you didn't get the emotion you wanted from me. It was just yeah, my, my exactly. Face. That just... was that was my first interview with you when we did the Midwest Primetime, and I would say something that I thought was funny, and he would just stare at me blankly through his Zoom, like, "Well, that didn't that joke didn't hit the way I thought it would," and went on with the interview awkwardly. And now you're part of the Two White Lights. That's probably the best person to have, right? The person who doesn't react at all to your jokes. And you have no idea if anything you said was funny. Then you have to laugh at your own jokes like a jerk. Yeah, that's what makes the dynamic perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's been fantastic. Um, yeah, so this weekend, very excited. Very excited for you. Very excited to uh, attend. It's going to be in Houston. I mean, what better place to have um, this mega meet, this party meet at TSS Houston? Uh, I will be attending. It's kind of in the middle of football Sunday, but, uh, you know, that's neither here or there. Uh, so I will be attending, but probably Bears not play. be full-time. Bears played last night anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, believe it or not, Steve, I do want to watch other football teams aside from the Bears play. And I think based on last night's uh, last night's showing from both teams, I would love to just watch 49ers and Jacksonville play. Like, I feel like the entertainment value is going to be a whole lot better. That just sounds weird to say. Now you're wanting to watch Jacksonville play versus the Bears. No, when, no, when yeah, oh yeah. Has Jacksonville been more entertaining? One in general. So I, if I could but, power rank it, yeah, it would be the, if if I could power rank it like Bears, Panthers, and Giants. Like those are some hard teams to watch. They are not fun to watch. No, it's bad. It's yeah. so bad this year. Yeah, but. I mean, if the Bears were on, I would have an excuse to miss it because I I can't go to this meet instead. Like, if the Bears were actually playing, like, oh, okay, well, I guess I have an excuse to, like, only watch the first half. Because yesterday I fell asleep during the game. 
Um, I and that was not planned. I just it just happened during halftime. I woke up and they won. I'm like, okay, I guess that's awesome because of the draft pick. But yeah, if the Bears were playing on Sunday, like the two o'clock game, like oh, okay, I can go to this meet at weigh-ins at three to say hi to everyone, watch a little bit of it, and then I'll be done by Sunday night football. So, um, yeah, the meets, the roster is unbelievable. It is. I mean, you're going to get the Monday version. Steve, congratulations on going 9-for-9, nine nine, breaking a bunch of records. Um, Marshall, you. congratulations on beating Pete. Um, and, yeah, like, but this meet is so good. And it's also one of the strangest meets ever because I'm talking to everyone at it, and I'm like, no one is – it feels like no one on the men's side is going to try – and there's a cash prize on top of it, too. So it's like, who has the best deload workout or training single for this particular week? That's Yeah, that's why we're, not, I mean, we're, we're talking about this, because this roster deserves a preview show, but we're not going to do one, because I only think I have a confirmation of maybe one, two, three, four, maybe four people that are actually trying. So I'm not gonna do. A, we're not gonna do a preview show and try and guesstimate what people are gonna deload single because it sounds like it's more just like a fun party for everyone to do. Like even Jessica Bittner coming down and doing it to pull sumo and uh, Shamanica Frown. I mean, highlighting the entire meet with her presence. Yeah, uh, I really can't wait to see her on the podium on her phone. Uh, what if she's but, not on her phone during uh, this one? She. Like, actually I, is, like, very proud, and she has the flowers and, like, the American flag draped around her, and she's, like, you know, listening to things. Maybe she'll be one of the you – know, I know Jessica Espanol is trying, so yeah. she's going to have to try and beat Jessica, and so we'll, we'll, we'll see on that. But, yeah, I'm not, we're not going to do a preview show for a meet that, frankly, I don't, I don't think – I mean, everyone's just using for a qualifying meet. Ashton, Bob, Petrie – uh charlie uh who else is Perk. gabby gabby may go a little I, I know gabby i don't think was planning on going all out but i guess her training's going well maybe she will i don't know no way it's, it's gonna be interesting i'm gonna tune in just to see what it's a big wild card like what in the world is actually gonna happen in this game? yeah uh, that actually could, would have been the funnest just pre- knowing bob the funnest preview show bob it's ever and ashton yeah i mean i, I feel bob like and ashton i don't know it. they may not be able to contain themselves yeah i they feel may, like just... they may find themselves there's gonna be some games. It's kind of like corrupted. It was kind of like corrupted summit. Oh, we'll have some fun, and then all of a sudden, Bob and Dave have to deadlift uh, almost fourteen hundred pounds. Yeah, and then they then Bob's got to do a dip off afterwards and do a max dip with like five, like I don't know what it was three hundred something pounds. It was something insane. Um, yeah, the last event at corrupted that was on Sunday was the corrupted summit. Um, yeah, so with like this meet. <laughs> <laughs> with this meet, I I think actually a preview show would have been more entertaining than a regular preview shows because then we're just guessing what they can potentially do based on where they're at post nationals block and what singles they're hitting and like I like I don't know I mean Perk Perk is one of those guys too who is competitive and i i just don't think sometimes he can help himself from hitting something like a, a big single right like i i, I can imagine him taking 300 kilos on, on squat i could see that i can see him doing that i could also do petrie because i know how his training goes sometimes it's like taking Perk something isn't doing it though is he petrie 
Cargo Kirk. He's not doing it? No, because... he's not on this roster. Oh, he's not? He was, no. though. Hold on. I could have swore he was with Charlie Yang. This is not Charlie bad journalism, by the way, because Kirk. nobody... Cool it's okay. Kirk? What about the cheesecake? Nothing. He's saying you're okay, uh, is not on this. Oh, he's not? Okay, well... He's not on this. No. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Let me look. They ever post about him? No, they never posted about him either. I could have swore he was on Lifting Pro Duel. And I thought somebody told me to look at Lifting Pro Duel. Huh? Is Perk doing the Pro Duel? Uh, I mean, I think he could do both at this rate. Pro Duel is supposed to be in January. Emphasis on supposed. It's not happening anymore. I mean, it was it was taken <laughs> off the calendar as we it's all expected. The page isn't so. taken off. There's still some what? hope. The page isn't removed. The, the third page is, isn't gone, but it's not the, on the third calendar. installation on the, uh, of that page because it started off as NLP MLP. Now it's removable. <laughs> it's it's it got a couple of rebrandings. Um. Okay. Well, but, I guess Mark's no, I not mean, doing it. Her, Bob Ashton and. Petrie, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. I, I, I could see them struggling to stay in the pocket just because of pure competitiveness. But it, yeah, it'll just be interesting. I, I have no predictions whatsoever, other than I'd probably predict Jessica to win the women's side because, as far as I know, she's the one that's truly trying. Because um, Meg Scanlon has the highest GL score going in, but I think she just entered into the meet, so I can't. I, I just, I mean, I might be wrong, but I can't imagine she's overly peaking and trying for this one. The only one I really know that's overly trying for this is Jessica. And of course, Pete and Marshall. That's which, yeah, it's a shame they're not in prime time because that would have made prime time even more exciting. They should have put Pete and Marshall in prime time. Yeah, that was a travesty. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm upset about that. Um, but it's going to be a fun weekend, you know, um, I know some people coming through and yeah, it's going to be a nice, nice little weekend here in Houston, but you know, we have this roster, we have this pretty much being the qualifying meet for a lot of lifters who are former USAPL part of the America. And yeah, this exodus is happening. Yeah. I mean, to no surprise, I mean, I think there's another meet happening in Florida. Maybe that's the one perk is thing. I think. I've heard rumors that's the one Russ is going to do and probably some others, but yeah, I mean, no surprise. I think there, I mean, we still got some people on the border too. Uh, I, I mean, there's definitely some people kind of going back and forth for reasons of debates. One article 14. Um, I know definitely of multiple people, including yourself who are really kind of waiting to kind of hear out if that's ever going to change because there, it, it continues to kind of be iffy because of the legality issues and, um, IPF is kind of doing this like game of chicken of waiting for someone to sue them on it because they're not going to win it. There's there's too much precedent in both Europe and the U.S. that they they likely don't even I don't even know if they fight it. So yeah. it's kind of a game of chicken of who's going to pull the trigger finally. But and then as well as like the I I mean you you tell me I think I, I know your opinion but you can say it twenty thousand dollars to win the pro finals is a little bit more enticing if like you're kind of on the border of things. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason why I'm considering staying. With, I mean, all right, I'm not going to say the only reason why, but it's the mm-hmm. biggest reason why I'm considering staying in the USAPL. Um, and it feels like this isn't getting any steam. Like, um, we're going to talk about the American Pro soon, but 
The tested side of powerlifting has the money now. It's $20,000. Yeah, all of it. $20,000 for this one. You know, you have Sheffield giving out money. You have Nationals. It's a small meet, uh, a small money meet, obviously, but Nationals was never a money meet. Um, you had, you know, Virginia Pro in the past give out this money. You're getting money at meets now. This meet right now is 1600 and, for... Well, and you got it. Yeah, this one's $6,000 for the total prize pool, which... Frankly, this all a lot of this just comes back to SBD because not the pro finals, but this meets six thousand dollars. Sheffield with the four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, or whatever it is, the conversion of pounds to, to dollars. And then the thing I was going to add to it, frankly, one of the biggest payouts in regards to athletes is the stipend or payout you get as a sponsored athlete from SBD for like winning worlds and stuff. Yeah, like that is actually I think it's I think I think that. I, I don't quote me on this, but I believe that borders around $10,000. Yeah. I, yeah, don't, don't quote us for sure, but there is money on the tested side of powerlifting where the untested side really can't say like, well, what do you get out of it? Like, well, we have both now we have the accolade, the prestige and the money. Um, so with the Arnold, I'm looking at it and, I don't know about who's doing the Arnold, but I, based on interviews I'm hearing from Rondell, I don't know if it's even confirmed. It doesn't sound like he is interested at all in doing the Arnold, which he would be the head and shoulders favorite. I mean, debatably, a lot of people are saying this, that he had the best power of the performance of all time. I disagree, but people are making that argument. So if he's not doing it, then that leaves Joe Bornstein. Um, it leaves... Possibly Keenan Lee. Maybe Keenan. But it's not, but those are two guys, just from my perspective, where it's like they are, and Dan Clements, um, who are better than me, who have better dots, and I'm going to have to have a perfect day while they have possibly some missed lifts here and there in order for me to beat them on formula. But at the same time, like, if you're a competitor, and you don't have to pink on having potentially the best powerlifting meet of all time in order to beat a certain lifter, because then it's just like at that point, you know, it's it's going to be difficult and a lot of things out of your control. Then yeah, I'm five thousand dollars plus. I would go into that ten thousand dollar range is definitely something that is going to entice me to stay. And it feels like people aren't talking about the grand prize a lot um, because that's some really well, good money that's being given out. They never announced it. Good point. The yeah, only time did, it's been talked. Right? I mean, this this goes back to USAPL being absolutely horrid at this point, and I just don't, don't even really care to like overly talk about their stuff because they're not they're not they don't even support their own federation. I mean, the only reason those prizes have been announced is because of two white lights. That's the only time it's ever been even talked about uh, because they don't seemingly care to actually post about it on social media or on their website or update anything. Um, so, I mean, to no surprise, there's no hype behind it. Like, why would there be when there's literally been zero talk about it? Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, so I, yeah, I guess that's, that's the, the Joe thing why. would be The Joe thing would be interesting with you because you now would be head-to-head. Yeah. Yeah. Because you went up. Yeah, it would. No, there's an indefinitely enticing reason to compete at the pro finals. Um, the level of lifter there, too, if there's something that, you know, you can compete for. Um, so yeah, that's something that's 
keeping me in right now. Uh, I mentioned on the Coach Client Confidential, I am coaching high school powerlifting now. And right now, the USAPL does offer more meets in my area. And also, I think a lot more opportunity for lifters. Now, I think Powerlifting America can, but Powerlifting America has their identity, I think, for being a federation that gets you in the world still. Like, it's it's almost turning into the professional league, and the USAPL is turning into the amateur league. That's kind of what is and I don't think fun. It, I don't think that can change unless Article 14 drops, because you just can't. Like, the, the, the masses are not going to shift, because no matter who, you, who the coach is, coaches are still the vast majority of their athletes are going to be USAPL and not at a competing for world level. So therefore it just, it, it binds everything. Yeah. Like that's that holdup. Like as soon as if that would drop, it would change everything. That's literally the holdup from what I would say is a mass exodus versus a decent exodus. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I can't talk about it now, but we had I literally had interesting develops developments on that one today. I'll talk about it maybe a little bit later, but Ooh, we got, we got some fun incoming on that, on the Article 14 developments. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah, the, the classic two white lights, we can't say it on the podcast, but we know it, and it's a mix of hilarious and interesting at the same time. Um, but yeah, if I'm coaching high school powerlifting, the opportunity seems to lie with the USAPL just for, I think, student athletes. I think there's some good opportunity for them to be molded into lifters, and um and yeah, and I USAPL meets are a little more accessible in the city of Houston and throughout Texas as well. Um, so that part, um, of course, I would start coaching when, you know, I get affected by Article 14 on the coaching part when it's very clear that the competition in my weight class is in powerlifting America. Um, my timing continues to be terrible. Are we... Have you talked about on the podcast yet about your high school team? Because you're talking about it, but I don't know if you've ever, you've ever openly discussed it on the podcast. I, I bought it up on the Coach Client Confidential, um, but I mean, I'm okay. not. I didn't dive into it, and I'm probably not going to dive into it. Maybe a potential like coaches roundtable can be dive dove into a little bit more. But yeah, just because I. Still don't talk about my job very often on Two White Lights for very good reason, um, and this would be part of it, but I, I think um, some potential stuff and good information can be there. It's It's been a great experience so far, and I love doing it, and yeah, it's I think that could be a separate episode just on uh, my experience so far doing it, because it's been really cool, but yeah, when you're a coach, you kind of value those things, and you value the best competition for the athletes that you see every day get better. And yeah, but I think clearly after, after the Arnold, definitely powerlifting America. Like, and right now I'm still not sure what I'm going to do. Powerlifting America nationals or the Arnold. But if I decide to do the Arnold, that will be probably my last USAPL meet for a while because it seems like the pro series is, but why, why would you – there wouldn't necessarily be anything left to do until the next year for PA. Why would you not – I'm not trying to push you to it, but, like, why wouldn't you do Raw Nationals knowing that there isn't necessarily a, a big stepping stone meet to do on the PA side until good, after that? Good point. I mean, I guess I didn't think that far into the future. Um, only because Raw Nationals might not quite feel like Raw Nationals. That, no, it that, won't. It 100%. 
that would be one. But I, I think I would still have great competition to compete against and you know defend a title, which yeah. would be cool. Never did that before. Uh, actually, never mind. I've done that, that twice. No, no, the only thing that could happen, though, because, again, if there goes to a legal issue with Article 14, it's not going to just drop coaches. It's going to drop the yeah. athletes because the actual league precedent in Europe is based off of athletes and figure skating. If people don't know, there was a case in Europe where figure skating was doing the same thing and not allowing athletes to compete elsewhere. And and it was deemed illegal to do that. And so the athletes now get to go do what they want. So if, if it comes to legality stuff, it's not just the coaching, it's the athlete stuff. Yeah. And so legitimately, if it was completely dropped based on the legality of it, you could do both. People could come do Raw Nationals and then go back and do PA Nationals and then do Worlds and do Sheffield and come back Raw Nationals and we would all yeah. be uh, a merry, happy, jolly group of individuals again. Good point. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know me and I think a lot of, I don't try to think that far into the future. I'm only concerned right now with the meet I'm going to do next. Granted, it's not affecting my training at all. And I'm very lucky to be incredibly busy. Um, I don't know if you guys could tell with the you know frequency of episodes of Two White Lights, but been very busy with work, now doing coaching, um, and just being a power lifter, where I haven't put a lot of thought in it because my thought is going into my actual job um, and the coaching aspect as well. So... The only thing is the next meet. Um, and I'm not really thinking that much about anything after the next meet. The Arnold or Power of the American Nationals, which would be at the same time. But, yeah, I would say that if it's not Power of the America in 2024, it's definitely going to be the following year. Like, it's... yeah. I mean, the writing's on the wall. For, it's got to be for most people at this point. Because it, the USAPL has made it very clear that, I mean... Would be shocked at this point if the pro series exists past twenty twenty four. I was. About I, don't, to, I don't think it's going to exist after that. I was about to say, like the big reason why we all stuck in the USAPL was to see the development of the pro series, and so far it has not lived up to the hype. It has not lived up to the promises. Um, great meets, great moments, but it doesn't seem like there's been a future plan for it. And yeah, that's pretty much it because it looks like the IPF. They don't, they don't have it as a pro series, right? They don't have it as a professional league, but it's professional. That is a professional league. And I think once they start, when SPD starts to get going with their ideas, when federations get on board, you're going to see some staple meets in the IPF that are similar to the Arnold, that are similar to the Virginia Pro, that lifters would want to do just because... They can do it. There's some incentive to do it. There's going to be good competition. So, yeah, um, the decision is going to be an ongoing process. Um, but you guys will know once I sign up for a meet. That will be the meet that I'm doing. Are you going to make a Powerlifting America? I'm coming to Powerlifting America announcement post. Um. I, I would only oh, if no. it's you're it's, going you're going IPF announcement. I'm oh, sorry, that's the correct terminology. Yeah, going IPF is a big one. Only if I could find a way to make it hilarious, like just, pre, but pretty much just like fully get the joke in, without doing that much work. I, I would do that, but. No, I think that shit's so stupid. <laughs> just ch- chat GPT it. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's see if I can get a chat GPT. 
I Angelo Fortino announces he is leaving the USAPL to go to the IPF. If if um I could do it like Russ, I mean Russ kind of cornered that because that was an awesome video where he did the college signing with the USAPL. That was awesome. Like that's number one as far as announcements go. You have to make it good. What what yeah? What do you got? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. Chat. It wouldn't do it. It said. It said as of January 2022, there is no evidence of Angel Portino leaving USAPL to the. So it wouldn't give me anything. Hey, good journalism. Chat GPT sucks. Chat GPT sucks now. You can't type just anything in and it gives you something. They censored it. Okay. Well, so. good journalism from but Chat I can GPT. Tell you what you're no, not it's do- nothing been confirmed. I, I have not I, been moving to Powerless Thing America. I can tell you what you're not doing. You're not doing the tested uh, American Pro Day, are you? Uh, I'm not, but you remember when that was a thing? Where, like, that was, that was the showdown. That was the thing that everybody wanted to do. Everyone was like, "Why am not? Uh, why am I not getting an invite? Why is Ash getting an invite? Why is Noriega doing it? Why is Daniela Mello doing it?" And no one did it. Now it's not yeah. even being a thought of question to do it. But I remember when that was a thing. But yeah, the American Pro happened, um, and we'll give. I mean, giving our opinions. I know Steve's opinion, but I think the pre- presentation production. Of course, the lifting, I think, is, is great, just like the, the year before. Reffing. Reffing. Reffing, I, yeah, I think vastly improved. Like, yeah. vastly improved from there. But it was nearly impossible to keep up with everything. Yeah, I mean, we said it last year, and it was it was disagreed with. We said there shouldn't be wraps, and do not add a test today. And it was right. I mean, the live stream views were half of what they were. It was so hard to watch because you had to legitimately watch for 12 hours for three days straight to be able to catch the intermittent time, certain lifters you wanted to pop up. Yeah, it was just really hot. I mean, it was a great meet. It's just it. there's so little direct competition in untested powerlifting that when then you try to split it over three different days and classes, it just makes it, it – it's, it's too hard to, to follow. Like, I mean – it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. I mean, it, it, it was very, very difficult to be able to keep track of and watch and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would definitely echo that. Um, yeah. When it was announced that they were doing it, I, I thought it was a terrible idea. Granted, I think the people who I know who are, you know, doing some WRP, WRPF meets going forward have some really good ideas. And I don't know if that will be replicated again. Um, but yeah, I, I I think this is good evidence that it shouldn't because I think rap lifting is cool, and I think you posted on your story the Sea of Red, the landmine competition. Um, that does to me that's entertaining. Just seeing like is, is everyone gonna bomb out? That's entertaining. To me. I got I got about seventy unfollows from posting that that day. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. I, rap lifting needs to go. Yeah, I, it should no, just be I, I, no, I, I like it for that then, reason now. It's because I, people I know miss. I, had it's a discussion awesome. with, I know I had a discussion with someone that they said they do think the tested edition was good because some people want that tested designation. And I actually don't disagree with that. But why do you have to have them, like, why can't you just have everyone combined in best male lifter, which is the meat, let's just be honest. Like, there is no head-to-head weight class competition other than some on the women's side in regards to, I think it was 
Is it Christy and Briani and Hunter and Sam? I, some of them were somewhere in 82 and a half. I forget which was which. Either way, Christy oh, freaking destroyed everything. Based on unreal. the people you just mentioned, Steve, the fact that you don't know everything about them is going to yeah, land you in some hot water. And this time, not, I know you said it. Okay? I only know two. I know. Well, actually, wait, the first time you said Brianni, it, too. I want to bring that up. Briani was 75. Sam was 82 and a half. I don't. I think Christy was 75, mm-hmm. and I think Hunter was 82 and a half. That's Watch. the two I'm not positive about. Watch it, Steve. Either way. Watch it, Steve. There were some direct competition. But <laughs> I just got a follow from part of that situation, which is the, the craziest follow I've ever gotten in powerlifting. Uh, but uh, no, but like, why can't you have them all within best lifter? And then within that, they can designate if they're tested and untested. I don't care, but I, yeah. I, I want to see them all in the same, like let's I, put them all in the primetime session and sleeves. Like I just want to see them all there. I don't want to have to watch this session on the morning Friday, this session on the afternoon Friday, and then Saturday morning. Saturday. It just, so, it was, it was so hard to be able to watch the meet. It wasn't, it wasn't viewable it, for, for what they have. It was, they, re, it relies so much on the fact that untested is simply individual performances because there isn't normally head to head battles outside of the small pool we had for the women's um, that, you have to combine it. You can't break it up like that. And it's just, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse because people are not, we're not, I do not think we're going to get John Hacks and Blake LaHue's going on anymore. No, because I think if that was now the decision today, I don't think John and Blake go that direction because they went that direction because there was more opportunities at that time. Now there's significantly less opportunities. Yeah. I think I think they've admitted it before. I, I think Hack has been pretty clear that Sheffield would would have been a meet he would love to do, and Blake LeHugh, I think the model of powerlifting. Um, Jamal Browner cheated anyway, so I think he's yeah they would have would have had to go untested just because. But um, yeah, I yeah I uh, I don't see there being a reason why people would compete untested. Um, and Herc, I personally, if Herc was if, yeah, well, personally, I think based on what you're saying about tested and untested, I rather have there be a tested day separate and then untested and just leave it at that. The tested, untested combined with reps, that was the issue. I think it's more simple to follow. Like, okay, Friday is the is a tested day. You get to follow along the action on t- on the tested day. Then the next day is the untested day. You get to follow along in the action on that, and that's your two-day meet. That works for me. You can put in a prime time session. I can get down with that. I, I, was, yeah. I would agree with that because I, I think the biggest issue is wraps, and wraps just has to go because here's my biggest point. If Austin Perkins had done the wrap day for the men but did it in sleeves, he would have won probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's not – that, not a good look. That, not a good look. That division, that division shouldn't exist if a tested lifter can go in there not having to weight cut, using different equipment and winning it. Like it just, it should, it just shouldn't exist at this point. Everyone needs to be in sleeves. Like wraps needs to be done. Like the only reason wraps exists is to uh, find a way to avoid John Hack. That is the only reason it exists. Good point. Yeah, very good point. And I think. Also, yeah, like you said, those standalone meets and those single performances, I also think standalone performances. 
Uh, or no, um, not performances. Uh, moments. Like, you didn't get the Dan Grisby deadlift this year. Um, you didn't get a Jamal Browner type on the men's side. You had Brianni Terry. Um, who, kudos, 642. Hopefully I got that number exactly right on the button. But that was the moment of the meet right there. Uh, but you need a lot of those. You know, and I feel like we've seen a lot on the untested side. And, I don't know, maybe just a little bit of a stagnation that could possibly be there as a result of so well, many amazing not, performances. Because I don't think we're getting new talent in. That's the yeah. issue. Yeah, we're not to, getting new talent. You need a perk, right? You need to go born switching over. Like, I mean, we're seeing guys, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know how many plugs I can give for them, but Chase Gravit, that 15, 16-year-old who's deadlifting close to 700 pounds at 83 keys and has a monster total on him, I'm almost 100% confident he's going to stay in a tested division his entire career. Same thing with Elliott. Same thing with these young guys we're seeing who are freaks of nature back when, you know, in 2018 when we were watching Perks of High Bar, not the 75kg, but Perks of High Bar, Austin Perkins, do his thing, and they're like, this guy is going to be special. He's stuck with the tested route, and I think there's no incentive to leave unless you really want to make a point and get some money, but you really don't need to go to that side to make money anymore. Um, yeah, Interesting developments are going to, I think, continue to happen. I do think... Um, there, there is something there, though, because I, I think... Major sports networks, they do seem to have some interest in it. Like, I mean, baddest bench around the planet. Um, you know, it's multiply plus, plus 10 bench presses, bench only, got on ESPN. Um, World's Strongest Man, you know, is seems to be something that's an interest with a lot of the American and international public and you know they're not tested um and people do like to see freak performances so there's there's that and i don't think the whole that's a, a conversation i guess for a different time where it's not for me it's not completely dead because you have that and there just won't be an acknowledgement that this is untested powerlifting on those major networks i think they'll stick to this is powerlifting and then the implication yeah. there would be like, know, are they on drugs? Like, are they on not? Probably man, on drugs. Open, yeah, you don't openly say that on World's Strongest Man. They don't advertise untested. Yeah. Well, I think maybe the sport has shot itself in the foot by doing that. For a good way, maybe though. Maybe Zaheer can save everyone. Hmm? Uh, my, all my hope is put into Zaheer. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would put your hope in that, too. Also, uh, quick question. We don't like to meet. Um, did Javon Garrison compete tested or untested? Untested. Oh, okay. All right, cool. That was, uh, that was just a quick question I had. Um, all right, so we got a lot of developments, too, while we were gone. Just throughout powerlifting and some of, like, shit that's tailor-made for two white lights. And we didn't get to yes. give instant reactions to any of it. I mean, some of uh, social media posts of the year candidates have happened. Uh, God, just, just hilarious moments. Uh, I, I mean... Yeah, trolls of the year. Trolls of the year. I, I, I mean, it's been... We've 
this is, I mean, we talk about progress in powerlifting. This is where the sport has been pushed, is the ridiculousness we see on social media. Just when you think it can't get any more, like, in some circumstances, pathetic. Wait, there's always more. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I, the peak of social media so far in powerlifting has to be Goob canceling entirety of. Do we miss this? Goob cancels the entirety of USPA. They both get sued. Joe gets found out. He lied about some stuff, and then he has to post a public apology. And uh, yeah, okay. Either way, we definitely miss. This goes back to gosh, July is the Western Regionals email scam. And frankly, I may misquote some of the things that happened. I'm pulling up the screenshots now because it's been a while. But in the gist of it, someone who I still don't think has been, I think they have an idea who it is, but it never got confirmed. Someone created fake emails that were just like a, a letter off. Like, so like Kiolani Richardson was the meet director and all they did was put like an extra A or something or an extra I in the email address. So it looks like the same email, but maybe you don't catch the extra I. And was sending certain lifters fake emails um, saying, "I morning of Friday, August 1st, I get this email from the meet director saying I have been moved to the Sunday session. And so this lifter gets moved to the Sunday session. And I believe they showed up on Sunday. And then the lift, they said, no, you were supposed to go on Saturday. And they let that lifter then lift in the prime. I mean, fortunately, the meet directors helped out with it. But uh like in the email, it had their USAPL number, um, and then they had been removed from lifting cast, and they got removed from lifting cast because the person also made a fake email for the lifter to email the meet director saying, "I'm dropping out of the meet." Oh. <laughs> yeah, here's, okay, I'll continue. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to see if there's one of these. This was the response. Because my question is motive. What is the motive to do this? This the the supposed motive was to like win the junior division. That was the that was the oh. possible motive because the thought process was the person that did it was one of this person's like direct competitors as a junior. That yeah, so that was because I was yeah following along with this. And it was I'm not gonna lie, it was very hard for me to follow along with this. Um, <laughs> focus on other things at the time, but I'm getting all this thing. I'm like whoa whoa. I'm like this is a lot here. This is a lot to unravel on going through the actual effort and time in order to create these emails and more create these accounts, email certain people, and find out something that'll be pretty clear that you did it. Like, that this is obviously false, like, a day later. Not even, like, 24 hours later. It'll be figured out, and you can't be like, oh, well, you know, sorry, bud. You didn't, you didn't get to compete. And then they, and like, and like, oh, we don't care what emails that was sent to you. That isn't us. And, like, a meet director. Because if you're a meet director and you see these emails being like, who the hell is trying to take my identity and trying to dupe other lifters into competing on wrong days... This is something that they would have to fix on their own. Um, and then the lifter, obviously, would expose it. And, I mean, it, <laughs> you said it was a potentially. The motive was for a 23-year-old lifter or a junior lifter to win best junior on and at Western Regionals. And I'll be 
I'm I one people or one group of thought can be like, well, I would expect this at a higher level. I actually would expect it only at the junior level. This is this would something yeah, a junior lifter would do. This is why I feel the need to block junior lifters because they are capable of this. Do, do you, okay, I found the okay. good strain to read from now. Like the the story, if I just store it like thing by thing here. Uh, this person made a fake email posing as me, emailing the meat director saying I was injured and dropping out. Then, then they made a fake email posing as the meat director, emailing me to tell me that I moved to Sunday and not to worry about if I'm not on lifting cast. Okay, so we got a troll on our hands. Glad we caught it. We figured it all over the phone with Kalani, the meat director. I'm back to compete on Saturday. Fast forward a week and I show up for weigh-ins. I meet with Kalani, who introduces me to a couple USAPL officials. We start talking about who this might be. Kalani and USAPL Nevada Page have been getting harassed by someone on Instagram as well. This person has been talking crap about how she couldn't run a meet and how the rules at the meet regarding weight classes were wrong. They specifically mentioned the 82.5 kilo class, strangely. I asked them the username of the Instagram account harassing him. They said the account was at SBDUSA which has now been deactivated. And I recognize the account because they've been stalking my stories for a few months. And I remember vividly because I joked with a few of my friends about how Laugh Out Loud SBD wants to sponsor me. So we got the same dude harassing all of us. And apparently he has a problem with the 82 and a half kilo class. So fast wait, forward, meat goes well. I end up winning 80. Wait, what? he has a problem with the 82 and a half kilo class like in his existence? Like, no, he was targeting the 82 and a half kilo class. Because okay. again, the thought <laughs> was this was an 82 and a half kilo here. At this point, I want no um, so, stone unturned. I need to know everything. Because, <laughs> like, he yeah. just has a problem with the existence of the 82 and a half kilo class. So, to also say, it's going to get to this in the next couple slides I have. There was two people, I believe, in particular. And one of them was the one I mentioned that eventually went into prime time and did things fixed before the meet. And so, uh, Meat goes well for me. I ended up winning 82 and a half kilo juniors, got steamrolled and open, laugh out loud, whatever. I didn't care about placing. I just wanted a better total. Afterwards, I got some DMs from some lifters and a coach. A lifter got an email from a troll straight from the same fake Kalani meat director email address. But weirdly, he was posing as me. And he posed as this lifter to the other lifter and said, anyways, thanks for the easy win. Check the emails next time for if it isn't fake. All those numbers are still ASS in the pro series. Anyways, like and comment on my meat recap, Bozo. New West Coast Regional Champion blows you can't say it to LMFAO. And so this was the winner of the juniors emailing the other guy that got moved, to which then he like, so uh, I think they emailed back and forth, and then he got another email saying, why do you need to be a dumb ASS snitch? The competition is over now. I won over you, not looking at the wrong email. Now I have people coming in my DMs threatening me and my family that I had to go private. Maybe next time you don't be an effing R-word, man. Thanks for the championship. So that's where we're at. I guess I'll keep updating if more stuff happens. Extremely, unfor extremely fortunate that both Eddie and I were able to walk away with great performances. Huge, huge shout-out to Kalani and all the meat staff who had to deal with this. I... I I don't want to say I love this because it's terrible, but the fact that it's just some random competitor that this happened to, it's like, I don't know how we can vet certain people from entering into the Federation, but this is, this is something this is I haven't I seen. I mean, this is, that? uh, this is that close to that lady who faked cancer. Craziness. This is pretty, yeah, this is crazy. And it's, wow, gosh, what's that movie where the guy is, uh, I think he's a, 
Nicholas Cage is in it, where he's a weapons dealer, and then the U.S. government eventually hires him to like control weapons dealing. This is Dogs one of those of War, things I that think? this kid. This no, is this, this is one. disgusting behavior, but this kid has talent. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. He's... If we can restructure this evilness and debauchery into good, the guy's got a future. Yeah. Um, what future? I don't know, but he's got one. Like he he's got something that <laughs> could be. I don't know, and in, in case you, in case Power of the America, USAPL, WRPF, USPA just wants to create a troll account or a burner account for some reason and terrorize other competitions, I guess he can be a gun for hire. That that would be potentially his actual future. Um, but yeah, that was something. Keeping up hire, with that one was kind of difficult. Him to take care of Article. 4. Could we use him to go after Article Fourteen? This could—he, I feel like utilization here. Could, we, we could, we could, we could use him for good in powerlifting. He needs to attack Article Fourteen from all angles. Yeah, I think also if if it's because it all right, but he did it through email, which people USAPL Powerlifting America think solid on email, but if they do something through social media. I, I don't think some of the executive board on both federations are, like, very strong on that one. Well, Power of the America now is. But um, I think uh, that could be an employment opportunity for that gentleman, which seems like he's graduating college at this point. Always need a job. Maybe it's that one. But, dude, what a nightmare situation if you're this, this dude who's just trying to compete, like, at a regional meet. And it doesn't sound like... Sounds like he's a great lifter, but also just a person who's not pouring all their time and effort into powerlifting. Um, they're just trying to improve their total, as he said. And just having to deal with all these emails and explaining yourself to people and going on this like crazy goose chase in order to find someone who's trying to impersonate you or potentially sabotage your meets. And you don't even, you didn't even know it got that deep. You know, like you yeah, don't even know that the, you don't even the, know you have ops at this point. <laughs> it's it's almost more insane than the lady that faked cancer because I feel like the lady who faked cancer gained something monetarily from that. Yeah, she was an this absolute narcissist who got some narcissistic pleasure out of this. Yes, there was actually something to gain there, even though how evil and sickening that was. Mm -hmm. This person had nothing to gain. Like what? What? What was to? Like, this was just straight diabolical. Some people. Like, it was just... Yeah. They, Q. Albert Pennysworth. Some people just want to see the world burn. I... He probably... Uh, maybe he just wanted to be on Two White Lights. We just fulfilled everything. Damn it. We shouldn't have talked about it. Damn it. We just did it. I, I say worth it. Because this is... I mean, Two White Lights didn't exist when that lady faked cancer. We would have had a field day on that one. Oh, that would have been, yeah, that would have been one of the greatest stories ever yeah. in Two White Lights history to cover is the, the, is the, the meat director faking cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. All right. Well, so. I mean, that was the big one. Um, but dear Powerlifting America. Yeah. Well, honestly, the West Regionals was bigger in the sense of like how crazy it was. <laughs> But how, I mean, how real it was, than when, how real it was and how it actually affected people. And it how, wasn't just a goddamn yes. unfollowing on social yes. media versus, yeah, versus an unfollowing apparently was 
way worse just because you wanted to to change your page to start being more professional. Yes. By the way, I mean, I was affected by the, I was affected. You were not affected by the unfollowing, but I definitely was, which still, frankly, to this day, it's crazy to me that power thing America followed me, um, considering other things, but, uh, yeah, joy didn't like being unfollowed. Now there was other reasons. Are we allowed to say those other reasons? We do. Well, hold on. All right. No, the power thing America released a press statement today of that. And I don't know, this is, we are kind of on thin ice here. I will say that. Um, but yeah, just reactions to it, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry, I don't care. It's ridiculous that an entire post was made because a powerlifting page unfollowed you, and then everyone was saying it was deeper than an unfollow, like Kyle Nowak and like some other junior lifters and some other people, and then they started to blame the social media director who was doing it and uh, you know, went on like, oh, it's a new social media director. That's that's the problem with it. It's like, no, I think they're just looking for a different direction, and I, I it, it was ridiculous. Don't care what you say. It's your this social media thing. If that is what's affecting you, is a problem, and you should probably get off of it. If if this is, it's much more deeper than unfollowing. No, that's what it is. Now apparently there was a comment made that was insulting, and that's what Power of the America posted today. By the way, people have to start reading shit. They just have to start reading because I got so many questions like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're." releasing an apology because of an unfollow i'm like literally the first sentence explains why there's a statement being released and why they're donating to a charity it had no mention of a follow or an unfollow there was apparently a conversation that happened an argument that happened that was insulting towards a lifter and based on what i was told the unfollowing was the straw that broke the camel's back and i'm like okay well, if I was insulted in a situation and I was still okay with the Federation and they ended up unfollowing and that was that was too much, that's a really weak camel. So you're like in this situation, it's okay that this happened, but the fact that they unfollow you, no, 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 that's a problem. That's why it's ridiculous. And I will say the social media account from Power of the America looks fantastic. It looks great. Whoever they hired, good job. He's doing a fantastic job. Yeah, I'm gonna be. Yeah, I'm trying to be careful here because again, I don't know what we we know all the stuff, but I don't know. I don't care. I don't care at this point. You know, DM me. I don't care. I'm going to message you. I don't care. I if I have time, I'll argue with you. But no one should care about an unfollowing. You should care about the other thing, but that other thing wasn't said at first. It was the unfollowing that I heard of. So, yeah. I mean, I know we have to be discreet right now in another Two White Lights thing, where we're just trying not to say anything that's going to blow up in our DMs, but, um, yeah. I... Well, I'll say this. If certain people demand apologies, I like an apology as well for coaches who repurpose my free program and hand it to their athletes. So I'm, I'm waiting for that apology myself. Yeah. I I don't I don't know if you're ever gonna get it. I don't know if you're gonna get a press release, but yeah. I, I hope I hope I do, because I think that we've set a precedent that apologies are needed, so I'm just waiting for my apology of certain coaches who may be repurposing free programs and giving them to their athletes. Yeah. Um you got a great roster though. 
I do. Congratulations, I do. I, I, far, extending, far extend. My roster is far extending past what anyone realizes. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, kudos to you. You had a lot of success in powerlifting America, Steve. Um, and you know, people, people, people forget. People forget they oh they're always typecasting as a USAPL guy, but you got a great power of the America roster as well. Um, yeah, I love I love confusing I listeners. There, I and I do yeah. this to myself because people ask me questions all the time, and I really hate like what happened here questions. And yeah, and then I'm like, yeah, I was really vague on the podcast, and I'm now like getting annoyed that people are asking me, "What are you guys talking about?" This is my fault. Everything that happens to me is my fault. Or it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> or it's yours. Oh, it's, it's usually it's 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 probably my fault more often than that. Now I take full responsibility for the the statement I just made. Yeah. And the, the the vagueness of it, but the people who who need to know know. Yeah, all eight. I don't know. I, I think there's there's legitimately like eight people who are going to get this joke or what you're talking about, which probably. is great, which is awesome. Yeah. With a podcast that has more than eight listeners, I can guarantee you that. Officially, Two White Lies has more than eight listeners. It's going to be great for all of them who aren't part of those those eight people. Um, yeah. Well, I please read. Please direct all your DMs to this on Steve, or that part. But the unfollowing thing, you can DM me, and I'll just no, not really interact. No, mess Two White Lies page. That's the collaborative oh, yeah. page. So anything you have, message directly to Two White Lies because I don't have access to it. Only Angelo does. But it is. And, I, and if I'm being page. honest. If I'm being honest, since the school here started, I have not been checking it so or doing anything with it. <laughs> so, yeah, redirect all of them to there. and you can. It's pretty much like a spam email folder at this point. i got to get back on. But I usually try not to respond to DMs anyways on Two White Lights. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, we, we, we do need to release – we didn't post it, but we need to release our uh, official HR policy based on all complaints that are sent to uh, – yeah. The, the two white lights page. So I'll just bet now, just so if anyone during, if you complain to the two white lights page, that our HR department, uh, which is, uh, well, one of our girlfriends or my wife for your girlfriend, one of them could be our HR rep. I don't know. Yeah. One of them can be the official one. Yeah. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take the chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Apparently our so, girlfriends yeah, we're, are. We're stand by that statement. Apparently our girlfriends are angry Irishmen. So, yep, we have a. Oh, if Cheris got control of Two White Lights account, she's more savage than me. She would not care. Oh, she would be so. The things she tells me to post sometimes in rebuttal to things that happen are way, way worse than anything I do. Oh yeah, I think actually would be all for it. I think giving. Um, I think having Elise like aware of powerlifting things has not been good. Like, when, so I, and I think, I, Steve, you might know, significant others can be out for blood. I, I think you oh, can yes, answer, yeah, I, I think that you yes. can definitely answer it. There's always that, but it's always like me, like, hey, it's, no, calm down, it was just a joke that they were saying, don't worry about it, don't say anything, I got this, it's okay. Um, but yeah, but also explaining things, too, like coming home, like, why were you blocked by corrupted? Is uh is it was a great conversation to have with my girlfriend when I came home that day and the twenty minute span. Um, I didn't know I didn't know Sunday was a holy day. Apparently, a lot of people figured that out within this week. 
Were you aware of that? Because we... I figured it out right after. I mean, I mean, I was. I, I do go to church every Sunday, but I did not know that certain gyms uh, who uh, base their 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 branding off of being corrupted uh, and demon logos support the Holy Day. I, as a Christian, I am all for if that is the case. Yeah. It just. I mean, I think I'm speaking for a lot of people, a.k.a. while they deleted, it didn't seem entirely genuine in how they did it. Maybe it is genuine, but how they did it seemed disingenuous and very odd. Yes, I agree with you, but I also want to bring this up. Because, it's one, this is all Steve's fault because he made the joke to me and I thought it was hilarious. So I had to make the joke myself. So Steve <laughs> made this joke initially and I'm like, no, this is too good of a joke. We have to make it. And that's why you make jokes. You don't want to make jokes in private so you laugh. You want to make jokes for everyone to see it. And you cannot argue with me that that is not the perfect joke to make. And the effects of the perfect joke was even better than previously imagined. Because... I made the comments. Oh, yeah. It got the, like the 150 was... likes in five minutes. And the comments were happening all over the place. And then I'm like, okay, they're going to delete this comment. They deleted the entire post, edited the entire post and the captions. And then too many people saw it where they were commenting again, the joke and then they had to disable comments, and then they blocked a bunch of people who were either commenting or liking the comment that I made, all in the matter of 20 minutes. You cannot tell me that I'm not right, and you cannot tell me that is not the best joke since Fish Sticks. Those are the two best jokes ever made. Yes. <laughs> Those are worlds. Just the effect. The just the effect alone. Comparison of that's the third best joke. Yeah, there we go. The yeah, it's it's just a it's it's a classic joke. It only took a sentence. Those are the best jokes too. Like the quick like three word four word jokes. I and but then like the the thing because you made it and then it's it's fun or whatever and you know obviously didn't I didn't put that much effort into it. It was one sentence. Um, but then like of course the memes happen. Um, you know. We, we've seen there was a lot also of that. before that there was also other comments made that alluded to the other reason people were trolling mm -hmm. that post yeah yeah which uh yeah we'll we'll talk about once it happens but it's going to happen sooner rather than later i so. uh, yeah i i i believe so but it's like memes are made and stuff and then like people asking for context of what happened and then like not everyone saw it so they completely mess up the context of it because then, I mean, granted, it was, like, two people, and most people were, you know, thought that it was funny, what I said, and yada, yada, yada. Like, they're, like, okay, it's kind of ridiculous that they blocked you from that. I'm like, I understand being blocked, I guess, but, like, the other people who are messaging me that they were blocked for, like, either commenting on it or, you know, liking the post, or for some people just knowing me, they're like, oh, Angela's friends with this guy, block. He probably finds this one funny. Um, but, like, when people get it wrong, where it's, like... Like I, like I'm making a religious stand. No, I I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the demon logo. I don't need the history of the demon logo either. It's just funny. It's just funny to point out that there's a demon logo. Like we're closing for Holy Sunday. Like that's funny. 
I will I will send you the Wikipedia definition of irony because that's what it was. It was a fantastic moment of irony, and when you make a joke that's ironic, typically it gets laughs. And it wasn't, and in my opinion, it wasn't a cheap laugh either. People seem to enjoy it. And they deleted the post. No, and the, but the people was, didn't know that they deleted excellent. the post. That was the thing. People didn't know about they, the holy. They day. made it so much. They say they made it so much worse by deleting it the post because then all the meme pages just went to town on it. Yep. Yeah, they should not have done that. And also, probably a bad idea to block a bunch of people in powerlifting who. That's kind of your audience. Is powerlifters? Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. I'm, I'm known. To, I'm, I'm known. I'm known to block. So I'd be hypocritical to say I'm against blocking. Yeah, you still. I mean, you you make corrupted look Night. like look like the minor leagues. Yeah, I mean they they got to step up their game, but you also don't typically block people that you actually are going to have interactions with whether you like them or not. Again, like 99% of the people I block are some junior lifter with 200 followers that are just making ignorant comments. And I just don't feel like interacting with them. Like I don't block people who actually are, are part of my target audience. Yeah. For the most part, like who I'm trying to actually have dealings with versus blocking you and Sean and Marcellus and Nico and a bunch of others. Are they, do you know if they're unblocked? Because I'm unblocked after I made a joke about it. uh, I don't know. I only know, I only know you being unblocked. I do. Uh, No, Marcellus is unblocked. Marcellus did say he's unblocked. Okay. And you know what? If you're, yeah. And that was another thing. Like if you're, if you're trying to cover something up, it's not going to work. Like it's no coincidence that. 37 of us got a message that we can't see corrupt this post anymore. It's not a glitch in the system. The, the <laughs> other thing I'm going to throw out there, too, another one of our vague things, you probably should have blocked people who know stuff of what's going on. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Um, I'm at a point, though, of being in a somewhat good position where I obviously have to be on good behavior, but I like don't need to see a bunch of DMs. Like I, I could I could ignore them. Like, I sometimes just flat out forget to respond to people I like and care about. Because yeah, I know, babe. I yeah, know, babe. Yeah. <laughs> that I, that I, it's like 40 <laughs> messages passed, maybe in a group chat or maybe other people, and on Instagram, and I'm like, oh man, I wish I should have responded to them. Um, and then there's, so if I'm not responding to them, it's like some random account, I could maybe glance at it really quick and be like, oh, all right, I, I, that was insulting, that was mean. But I will like I have something to do, so I won't respond to it. It's a, de- a decent position to be in. Just have to be careful. I have to I have to stick with yeah. just pointing out facts and making it very vague or very brief. Just I pointing out that there's a demon as a logo is funny, and that's they can't argue against it. Their their logo is a demon. It's a Japanese demon that that scares away spirits or something. I apologize to our Japanese lifters, which there's very, very few if I don't get it correct. Yeah, no, it's... You could have just said, your name is is corrupted. Like, what's the defense there? Is that supposed to mean peace and and love and tranquility or something? I I don't know. I mean, maybe. No, it's just it's just all ironic. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's ironic. It's completely it's funny. truthful as a Chris, 
as a, as a, as a Christian, I'm all for it. That's completely truthful. It just was done in a very odd way that didn't, that opened itself to irony. Yeah. It's, it's okay to admit if you're wrong sometimes. It's okay. It's okay to be honest too. It's okay. It's, it's, it's totally fine. Um, yeah. And even with the unfollowing, like just saying dear us or dear powerlifting America, it's just funny. It's just funny. It's a tieback. It's it's a it's a callback joke. Callback jokes are great. Yeah. Just just you know the that's entertaining to people. But um but yeah, I mean I guess that would be a contender for social media post of the year along with um Oh yeah. I, I don't know what to call I, I don't know what to call Joy's. Right I got well here I'll give some nominees. We'll give some highlights for what we're gonna yeah, it's, it's coming up. Uh, Award season's so, happening. Post, post of the year, nominees, we've got IPF's New Year's post, Joy calling out PA for unfollowing people post, Dear USPA butt pick, The Girl Who Called Us Sexist for Using the Word Biggest Upset. Oh, God, that was great. Corrupted Strength Closing, and then Corrupted Strength Closing on Sunday as a whole day. That's our, that's our post of the year. For Troll of the Year... Or threat of the year, threat of the year. We've got oxygen in your body, and we got uh, SBD as WNBA team names. Oh, momentum! By and the way, shout out to the San Francisco momentum. That? Oh yes, San Francisco momentum. Yes. A big, big San Francisco momentum um, and then, fan, and I have a beat, a, a bet going on. If they pick that name, I, I deserve. We deserve a ton of money. If San Francisco ends up picking momentum yeah. in twenty twenty four. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Troll of the year. We've got uh, jo- the guy who trolled Joey with the fake story testimonial. We've got Steve getting everyone to wish CB happy birthday. And then we got the West Regionals email scandal. I <clears throat> and then would like to point out, I don't want to give big, that guy an award. <laughs> Just to be one? clear, the Western Regionals guy, he sounds like a bad person. Oh, he's, he's not, he's not going to win because there is, there is a clear winner that I don't know if, can never be beaten powerlifting. Ever. We'll, we'll award it at the time. I'll give one more, one more kind of a blip. Biggest beef of the year. Uh, these are the ones I came up with. You can still come up with uh, more if you'd like. We've got Marcellus versus Joey. Uh. Rucks versus all the people who are jealous of him. <laughs> powerlifting versus Article 14. Yeah. USAPL versus the Pro Series. Gaston versus Gino. And Kevin Can versus Two White Lights still. Oh, because he continues to still post. He continues he to still post about us. Oh God, yes. that makes me feel a lot worse because I, I forgot about really the birth of Two White Lights, which that was the birth of Two White Lights. <laughs> like that was, you know what, what made us the most dangerous podcast in powerlifting. But oh man, I forgot yeah. about that one. Um, I yeah, I gotta come. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was I was gonna say, no, I I, I can't think of anyone that's off, off the top of my head. I'll have to I'll have to cook on that one. Yeah, I won't give any more. I mean, we obviously got, got our we got upset of the year, uh, bad journalist moment of the year, best meme account. But we got a new one, Austin Perkins Austin Perkins Award for most underrated lifter. Oh yeah. Um, and we just we got, obviously, our highly coveted Two White Lights biggest fan. We got Two White Lights biggest hater. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, got, we got a lot coming. Yep. All right. That's going to be a great year. I, award show. We got to yeah. do something more with the award shows. 
We gotta, we gotta like rent a banquet hall, and it's invite like the biggest powerlifting, like of course our friends in well, powerlifting, but S also our we need SPD, we need we need SPD to sponsor the award show each year. SPD presents two white lights powerlifting award show. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure Stoic would love that. Um, but uh, if we invite like our friends, but also like the biggest trolls in powerlifting as well, like Sam. Sam Friedrich, I think yeah. I think it's his last name. We gotta find yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He he delivers yeah. on some great content. Pinoy bulldozer. Gotta invite him. I mean, he's get he's Julian. up there now with meme meme count of the year. His memes are very close to home. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh um, meme. I mean, I'll I'll throw out the meme accounts. We got Pinoy subpar. Do I even lift and squat mean deadlift? So. Yeah, uh, Bolos. Oh God. All right. So is it Bolos wagons? Or a Swiggins or something? Yeah, you want him added? Um, I think he's got to add in because he's been going, he's been going hard on Taylor Atwood memes, and I am now at a point where I'm like, Taylor Atwood really, I'm gonna say the the top of the mountain is temporary because he's just posting pictures of himself now, and people are just roasting him, and. I'm like, all right, come on. Like, the dude's just trying to live. He's just doing – he's not doing anything. Like, if he actually says the – if he quotes a Drake song and puts the N-word in it, that's one thing. If, you know, he says oxygen no, is it only was found nuggets, outside. It was nuggets. It was it, – he was saying nuggets. That was what it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so if he's saying – even if he's quoting nuggets in a song, it's <laughs> – it's bad. I might have to edit this out. It's a little bit too close. <laughs> it's a little. I'm just, I, oh, I think that I think that one's okay. No, I mean, I'm, I'm saying the way I exactly just said it. What, I am. Oh, well, I'm putting exactly what was said. Yeah, it was, said, um, it was supposed to be nuggets. Yeah. All yeah. right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I like if you uh, so that stuff. But he's just taking a picture, and now people are just in the comments. Uh, it's, you know, the the top of the mountain is temporary. I think a lot of lifters are kind of going through that right now. Where, you know, you're the greatest yeah, thing since sliced bread or the invention of duct tape. And then two years pass and, you know, you can't do anything without being memed. Happens happens to celebrities. <laughs> uh, are you looking at comments? It looks like the picture your mom gets as a kid when you wear a Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see yeah, the this is bad. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's just all over the place. Like I'm like, oh my god, they're well, all right, one I don't know, you might have this dude blocked, but uh, he's a he's a friend of mine. He said it looks like he got his hair cut from the hair cuttery. Is that on there? I don't know if you can see it. I don't I don't think so. No, you I might have blocked him. He's a he's a guy like is habitually blocked by people, which is probably for the best. But he is a friend of mine, and I stand. Yeah, got a lot of love that comment. Yeah, but, I had that person blocked. Yep, yep, still do. But, yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's life in general, though. You're, you're going to have peaks and valleys, and it kind of sucks when you put yourself, I mean, when you put yourself out there on social media and as an athlete in general, and you have those, yeah. so. The thing is, you but, can stop. That That's yeah. a great thing about social media. You can stop, yeah. like, being habitually online. That's, like, the like that's the unfollowing part. It's, like... Okay, you can easily not be affected by this. By just stop 
being that much on social media. Yeah. You'll, you'll be fine. That is true. You can actually delete Instagram. I would do that tomorrow if I wasn't running my business through it. I would I would not. I have way too much Instagram. fun on there. I hate Way too much fun. <laughs> I, I have too much fun, but I 1,000% can delete it and be completely fine with it. I would happily delete Instagram in a heartbeat. Yep. So. All right. Or leave it and just have like a burner account so I can just chat with people because I, I have no care to look at people's posts and stuff like that. I just want to chat with my, my homies. So yeah. commercial gym story. Let's, let's end out. This episode deserves the ending of a commercial gym story. This one's good. I've been start. I've been, I've been remembering some new ones and this one in particular, I did not remember. And I got more info that made it even better. And this goes back to, I, I have, I have some good trolls. I'm going to pat myself on the back that I am a decent troll. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, you are. Call it ego. Now, I, that's a weird thing and to be egotistical about, but yes, you are, you are a good troll. Okay. So I found out more information from my past employees about this, and then it made it even better, and I forgot I did this. So uh, people in the fitness industry likely know gyms never drug test. I don't, I don't know of any gym I've ever been to that drug test their employees. Frankly, if they did, they wouldn't have any employees. Because it's just yeah, part of being in the fitness industry to an extent. So we did not drug test. But there was a, a morning. We came in as managers. And our front desk person was drunk out of their mind and likely high on our couch sleeping. Our overnight person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an issue. They were supposed to be working. And so they got fired. But me and my other manager decided this would be a really fun time to play a prank on everyone. So we wrote an incredibly professional email about how due to the situation, Gold's Gym Corporate has decided to do random drug testing of our employees. And we even linked the it was Quest Diagnostics, which I think they're nationwide, but they were the main person in our area. We even linked all the stuff, all the information, the timing of it. Super professional. Oh my gosh, my employees freaked out. And they weren't freaking out to me. I was just hearing from my other manager who was kind of like an assistant manager who still was kind of like a liaison to my employees. So he was hearing all of it as well as the fact that he smoked weed. So therefore, like, they were like, what are you going to do if you're – they're all freaking out. They're trying to figure out what are we going to do. They're trying to start to get like – they're starting to do their water loading and all the stuff that you do to try and beat drug tests. And it's a whole ordeal for like two or three days. We're just kind of letting it go on because it's hilarious. And so finally we then – so now we let them all know it was a prank and then they hated us for about two days until they realized, okay, that was actually pretty good. That was hilarious. So that's a pretty good troll. We got him pretty good. I did not know how good of a troll it was. One of my trainers brought fake piss and wrapped it up in a bunch of bags to keep it warm because he didn't know how, how he could keep oh it warm throughout God. the day because he figured our drug testing was going to be during our weekly team meeting. And during our weekly team meeting, he had fake piss in his pocket. Wait, was it fake or was it actual someone's? It was someone else's piss. That's not fake. That's real. You can't. You can't call that fake. Well, yeah. That's that's okay, even, so yes, you know. You real gotta piss. You gotta specify. He had yes. someone else's real, <laughs> real piss real. from a different person. It's not apple juice. It's real. Yes, he had real piss oh from a God. different person that he brought. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that is. Uh, at what point did you think it went too far, your your joke? Like, I never said it went too far. Or, like, why did I stop it? Yeah, like, 
<laughs> or you're like, all right, I thought this was going to be like a little funny. Like, I thought it was oh, going to be a little thing. I didn't think it would be like I think the, this. I think probably the reason we stopped it is we had one employee that I knew smoked weed, but she was also like the sweetest person. Like, you would have never expected that she was kind of a pothead, but she was just like the sweetest, nicest girl. And she started getting really, really, really freaked out because she was a very like professional, organized, to the books kind of person. Uh, and she, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say, I, I, I don't remember all the details, but I remember she kind of got to a point that I was like, all right, wait, let's not, let's not let this go too much further. Let's just, because I don't want to like ruin people's nights. Well, yeah, ruin people's nights, but you cause, yeah, you definitely yeah, cause the ruining of some days. Yeah. Like this person had to find someone else's <laughs> urine samples. <laughs> See, he probably this guy. He yeah. probably went. He probably went to like, <clears throat> like, like because you can't just ask. A, you can't ask like fully grown adults. They do drugs all the time. Yeah, I don't know. Did you did you listen to me and Brad's episode to hear the 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 story on that one? You didn't do because that was from this employee. Oh no, I did not. I think I told you about it. It was about the, it was about the Major League Baseball players. Oh, okay. Kids. All right. I was about to Did say, was about... it the tooth story? Yeah, so it was the tooth story. It's the okay. same trainer. No oh, good. So, but yes, I've got some other Not good related. ones. Because frankly, it got re- I don't I don't know how, what, one's coming up, well, we're a, all going to be sex. That's not got, a commercial, a lot of, that's not a commercial gym story as much as you being a jackass story. <laughs> it's more of a yeah. you, that's yeah. more of a that's more of you getting sued by Napster type story. Yeah, probably with some with some commercial. So, I've got I've got it. a lot of. I was reminded of a lot of inappropriate behaviors from female client stories. Not singling out females, but frankly, that's where it, we had some male ones too. But I didn't really actually. I tell I, I lied. I actually had an inappropriate male to me as well. So I have that one as well. Mm. Uh, of all the inappropriate actions towards me as a trainer from clients, which was not a lot because I was pretty good at curtailing that, but it still happens. And so I've got some good stories on that one on, on, on multiple cases. All right. Well, looking forward to hearing those. It's good to be back. It's good to do some two white light stuff. And yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, we have some pretty good guests, uh, getting them scheduled in coming up. Um, Definitely, two white lights listener will will appreciate the next uh, couple of guests we're gonna have on. But Steve, good luck, and everyone else competing this weekend. Good luck to them as well. Um, even though it doesn't make any sense because this episode is releasing on Monday, to wish you good luck on something that is going to be released well after you compete. But it's okay. This is how we do things on two white lights. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.